0: It is time to hear from you at 317-684-8444 with your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
1: Yeah, so we're going to start with uh, our big topic from Friday, which was the school corporations across central Indiana, administrators admitting on tape. We do the CRT, we do the DEI, we do the SEL. and
0: Deliberately hiding it from
1: parents. Absolutely. And coming up at 1130, we've done this many times before. But we're going to break it down again about why this is important, about why it matters, about what it is. Uh, Because I think a lot of times parents, people, regular people get overwhelmed and go, well, I've heard it's bad, but I don't know, and it's not worth dying on a hill over, and so I don't engage. So we're going to talk about why you need to engage coming up at 1130. But i got to tell you, I think of all the ones that I saw, Casey, the one I'm most disappointed in, is Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Because I've had a relationship with Plainfield going back 15 years, and I've always stood up for them. I've always spoke very highly of them. I've always said publicly, they are one of the few schools that I would absolutely have had no problem sending my kid to because they you know, embrace the flag, they embrace the military, they embrace law enforcement. And as Tony Kennett said on Friday, that is just proof that there are no safe public schools anymore because in that those clips that we played one mm-hmm. of them I think Delvecchio was her name
0: Laura Delvecchio the assistant superintendent
1: yeah she was on tape everybody heard it saying you know we do these things and we hide them and we manipulate and what is so frustrating about this i mean she was you heard it kev heard it everybody heard it she's caught red handed there's no ifs ands or buts about it there's no misinterpretation
0: she's the one who was saying she wanted to fly under the radar do you have this kev okay go ahead do you have an equity department or anything like that? So, um, honestly, so we, we had, uh, what we decided to do is not call attention to it. Um, because when you call attention to it, then questions are asked. And I really believe that um, you can do more good under the radar. Right before COVID, we had started some really deep diving into our curriculum and, and, and kind of doing that like white privilege walk and making sure like just yeah, understand, right?
1: Okay. So I would, one, I'd like to know when the White Privilege Walk is because I do you have to buy a ticket to that or do you, is it a registration in advance? I'd like to. Is so a walk run? I'd like to attend what, you know, with my middle income life that I live and my two jobs that I have and my wife works. And, you know, I would just like to know, observe what the White Privilege Walk actually is and be a part of that. So if Ms. Del Vecchio could let us know when that is. But instead of owning it right she's on tape she's caught there's no manipulation there's no here's the plainfield school sends out this big thing to the parents and you know what they should have said this is egregious we do not support this this lady's out of here and anybody else caught behaving like her is out of here too if you really don't do or believe the stuff that she said because not only are you doing it you're hiding it from people, and then you throw in the white privilege walk. She's For somebody who just—it's been misconstrued or misinterpreted, she was throwing out a lot of phrases right. there, Casey. It
0: was uh, taken out of context. It was edited.
1: Yeah. The, and, and I've told you people this for years. You cannot trust anything these schools tell you now because they use the word salad. It's like what I went through in Brownsburg, where the superintendent looks a group of parents—Jim Snap—hi, Jim—right um, in the eye and says— yeah, we're not doing DEI anymore. That that DEI officer, she, uh, yeah, that didn't work out, and we're not doing that anymore, and we're not bringing that back. Okay, cool. We finally have something we can all hold hands and agree on and say, look, we don't agree on everything, but we agree on this. You hired a DEI officer against community opposition. You were wrong. She disappeared. It was a nightmare. We're not doing it. Well, then- just two months later, the DEI officer's back under another name. You got to delve into the the uh, job description to find it. Then, when we find it and put it out, they just change the job description. Then the superintendent goes, "Well, everyone, everybody, everybody's is a D,
0: DEI. DEI
1: component." And and then they go, "Well, then why'd you change the job description again?" Well, job descriptions change all the time until they're voted on. You cannot trust any of these people. So here's Plainfield Schools' response to the parents. All right. And it's a long thing, so I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Our curriculum is based on the Indiana State Standards. Critical race theory is not taught in Plainfield schools. Our curriculum is available for parents to view, and we encourage parents to reach out to their building principal with any questions they may have. Here's so many problems with this, I'm going to hit on a couple of them. Number one, this lady said you can't trust her because they do word salad and, and manipulate the information that you're getting. They put it under the radar, and they can call it, Casey, whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. You can't try. It doesn't matter what you say. I'm just saying, we screwed up. We are wrong. This lady's out of here. Anybody taught uh, or caught lining with this lady or teaching these sort of things, out of here too. But no, Mm -mm. absolutely not. So we got a phone call about this from somebody who lives in Plainfield.
2: Hey, aloha, guys. It's Chris. Uh, Update on the Plainfield CRT episode. Uh, The assistant superintendent has been put on a minute straight of leave at this time. I'm sure with pay, but anyway, uh, there's also a uh, Going to be a public meeting held Monday, April twenty fourth at six p.m. at the administrative center in Plainfield, and I just invite anybody who wants to get their words out there to come come join us. Thanks a lot.
1: Monday, yeah, Monday, April twenty fourth. If you live in Plainfield, you go and you be sure to tell them I'm here for Rob Kendall.
0: (laughs) You go, you gotta go. And And you gotta stand up to the podium too. Yeah,
1: you gotta get up and speak. You gotta get up and talk because these people cannot be trusted and i look i feel really bad about this casey because when i vouch for someone or something i you know i'm putting my name behind it and in the case of plainfield unless something comes out and they do this mea culpa and say look this is a rogue person and she's out of here and and the any teacher caught aligning with her or administrator is out of here then they're standing behind her which means they're okay with it and I got fooled, and it's very rare that I get fooled. And I, I, I take this one kind of personally, because I've gone to bat for that school corporation from what I saw publicly with my own eyes. But now it turns out behind the scenes, it's all
0: just it's well, crap. She, she is on administrative leave, so she could be one apple in the bunch. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's what they're looking into right now. And more will be found out well, a week from today. Well, if
1: you go, you need to go if you live out there. And when you go, you get up to the podium and say, I'm here because Rob Kendall told me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, a lot more calls about property taxes. Uh, Casey, they're uh, making your taxes even more expensive in a way that we had not discussed before. Take a listen.
2: Hey, Rob. I just- heard uh, somebody complain about their property taxes and the mortgage exemption going away. Wait till they find out that if you're 65 and older and now your house is worth 200000 you lose your senior citizen uh, or your uh, low income uh, deduction. Another way they're getting us.
1: You know another way they actually screw you if you're an old person too is they have a very low income cap to get that senior citizen deduction. I think it's like 30 grand. Mm-hmm. Well there's lots of people who are on social security Casey who make more than 30 grand. Yeah. So what what I mean if you're 30,000 if you make $30,000 a year, what are you Bill Gates now? If you make $30,000 a year, you're Jeff Bezos. People who make $30,000 a year, 35,000, 40,000 those people are barely scraping by, but the state of Indiana goes, well, you're super wealthy if you're a senior citizen. You don't need no help.
0: Mm-hmm. I got my property tax bill over the weekend. How was it? $250 increase.
1: Oh, is that? 10%, that's per, 10% that's, more. That's per pay, right? So you're Yes,
0: so it'll be $500 yeah. for the year.
1: So welcome to Indiana, Casey. Yeah. We're so glad you decided to come and live here and buy things and be a part of the community. We're so happy. In fact, we charged you $500 more for the privilege. Yeah. Of living in Indianapolis.
0: But you know what? Mayor Hogsa is giving me that $100 rebate. That's so true. it's only going to be $400 yeah. for the year. I, That's great. I, I'm super grateful for that.
1: That's great. That All right. Uh, one, one more. Uh, this guy lives in Marion County, Jeff. He's a longtime listener of the show, uh, talking about what's going on with him.
2: But today we got our uh, assessment papers from Marion County. And our home value went from last year to 100, from 114,000 to this year, saying it's 154. And we've done nothing to our house. I mean, there's nothing that we did over the last year that would have raised that house $40,000. So I'm going to dispute it with Marion County. At, well, I'll probably start with Wayne Township Assessor. But the only thing I can think that's changed in Marion County is it's went from uh, a <clears throat> quasi-Republican to total Democrat. Mm. <clears throat> so I don't know why they think we went up forty grand. But uh, I was looking through our tax statement, and there's not one penny out of any of that that goes to the state. It's all local. And uh, so it's up to each county to kind of bring this down. But the lawmakers do have the ability to set those codes and to set those uh, rates, or not the actual rate, but they have the ability to set that cap, and they need to set a cap on how they're assessing homes.
1: Public public schools in this state have a disgusting amount of money. I got into Casey this morning, at Robin Kendall on Twitter, if you'd like to see it, uh, a little back and forth with an intellectual supergiant, men's a member, a Rhodes Scholar, no doubt, uh, who tried to say, well, the GOP in the state has declared a war on the public education or whatever words he used. I mean, that's not quoting him verbatim, but basically trying to say that 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 there there's somehow the public education system has been harmed by the Republicans. And I said, buddy, the public education system has more money than ever before.
0: Nuh-uh. Yeah, okay. you are like, no, add it up. Yeah. Referendums included.
1: And then he quickly bowed out. I said, why don't you, it's very easy to find how much money comes into our public school systems. Gateway is the website. You can find it. You can look it up. It's very easy. Why don't you look up 2013 versus 2023 and you tell me what those numbers are, but you got to include the referendums. You got to include the federal money that comes in. You got to include the property taxes, not just the money that comes from the state because it's all taxpayer money. And well, he quickly bowed out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Casey, I found out in And of course, I just found out at the just over the weekend because, well, you know, we have a bunch of transparency warriors in Brownsburg that uh, they have so much money in Brownsburg, they're buying homes Mm -hmm. in the community Mm -hmm. and they're paying market price last year. So, remember how much market price was last year? They're paying market price for these homes for the pure purpose of demolishing the homes they're going to demolish them and put concrete down. That's how much money these school systems have. Where I live, they have so much, they can pay market price for nice homes, and they're gonna just demolish them.
0: Because they wanna make a roundabout? Yeah,
1: there's a big old project, and I gotta to go to the town planning commission meeting next Monday, so I'll get to see all my rowdy friends from the school corporation. Great thing is it's a public hearing, so I get to get up there and talk. So I'll mm-hmm. get to say some things that have been on my chest for a while, and you know, we'll get to discuss that. But the point is, this idea from these state lawmakers, well, what would happen to the local school system if there were anything done with property taxes? These people have the amount of money these schools in Indiana have should make everybody want to puke. They just, It's gross, and they're not doing anything, anything at all to help us, Casey. I'd Nothing.
0: Like, I, I can't wait to hear. He said he's going to contest his property taxes.
1: Well, the problem you run into with that, though, is they're going to pull out the book and go, Hey, mm-hmm. uh, his name's Jeff, I think. Hey, Jeff, guy down the street from you sold his home for hundred and sixty grand. But a $40,000 increase doesn't in matter. value? He it, said
0: they didn't do anything to their house. I'm sure they sprinkled it with love. It doesn't but- matter.
1: That's not like, how they make the assessment.
0: Can he get an itemized list of where that money's going to go?
1: No, because they're going to look at him and say, it doesn't matter what you've done to your home. The guy down the street sold his house. Your house is similar enough to his house. Here's the assessed value. Kiss our ass. Mm-hmm. Your bill is due in May. Yeah.
0: We've got Hammer. Thank Ham- you, Republicans. We've got Hammer joining us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93WIBC.